Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake on KTOE. That is us. Welcome to the Barbecue Show. Here we go. There it is. Whatever other cliche you want to throw in there to start things off, you can uh, officially do that. So, listen, we're glad you're joining us, though, and uh, thanks for tuning us in. Do people still do that nowadays? Do they still tune in? Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Sure. I think so. I don't know. I mean, there's still is it is it still called a tuner on the radio? It's, I don't know. I think it's now it's a digital tuner. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, we've aged ourselves. That's great. Well, yeah, there and uh, cover those bases. So, at any rate, uh, welcome to the barbecue show. We are so glad you're here. Uh, the barbecue show consists of stunt. Yeah, it's me along with Jake, and that's me. We're glad you're uh, you're here. You can sponsor us if you'd like. Uh, we're always we're always o- open. Willing and uh, able to accept sponsorships. Yeah, Uh, just uh, you can just call the radio station, ask for Brett, Uh, but be nice because he's mean. (laughs) He's really no, he's not. (laughs) He's a great guy. Um, uh, You can also follow us if you'd like to do that on uh, the social media, Instagram and Facebook. The BBQ Show is how you find us. And as you say that, I realize I made last week's food. I did not post it. Oh. Why am I so terrible at that? I don't know. We think like I have one job. We, you know, we need. I was just thinking, once we get some sponsors, we could uh, we could really beef this show up nicely because then beef. we could. Good job. Uh, see, I am. We could uh, we could add some key cogs that we're missing, like a producer, and maybe someone to do social media and a PR person. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe a writer. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now you're getting a little demanding. <laughs> there it is. Um. Anyway, so welcome back to the barbecue show. Uh, we're just getting started here on another weekend. It's a homecoming weekend in Mankato, which yeah. means uh, everybody's running in 16 different directions, which is fun, though. I am a big fan of homecoming weekend because it's that uh, time where uh, crazy, ridiculous college antics are not only accepted, they're uh, encouraged. Encouraged. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. they are encouraged. Same with the high schools. Uh, this week, and this is more localized to Mankato, but Mankato West had their homecoming. Uh, last night was their game, and um, they do a powder puff game. They in, still do that. They still do Good. do that, and they do it in the park behind my house every year, which is fantastic. Is that what was going on? Yes. Okay, yes. I saw all that. There was a lot of cars. It was a big turnout. Most years when I uh, see the powder puff game take place, it's much cooler. Usually it's windy, it's blustery. Sometimes there's rain or snow mm-hmm. or sleep. Probably a few weeks later than this one. And uh, and it was gorgeous last night, or uh, not last night. When was it? Uh, uh, it was earlier in the week, I want to say, say Wednesday. Yeah, it was like... So I drove down the hill past the place, and I was like, what is going on at the park? Yeah, and they, they come out of the woodwork, and they have a good time. And uh, I was talking with uh, one of my wife's coworkers, her son. It's his first year participating, and he said that he was worried that someone was going to call the police on him. I said, "You're never going to have to worry about that with us in that neighborhood because uh, it's it's just fun. It's good fun, and they're having they're having a blast. And they're hooting the mm-hmm. holler and they cheer and scream and whistle. And anyway, so uh, homecoming week is a lot of fun, uh, f- not only for the students but for the game and for everything else. And it's always a good chance, a uh, good excuse to fire up a grill. Somewhere. There you go. Yeah. yeah, a little tailgate has to happen during that kind of time. Agreed. I agree. I could not agree more. Matter of fact, we're going to be tailgating a little later today uh, down at MSU there you go. for the Mavericks homecoming. Uh, so we'll be down there uh, handing out Dr. Peppers and having a good time. And so stop by by all means. And if you are barbecuing something while tailgating, uh, by all means, run something over. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Most people that are doing it right are probably already there, though. I uh, tailgated last weekend from my house for the Vikings game. There you and go. And it got us a win. So maybe I, that's on me. I'll take that. I'll, I like where your head's at. I actually have not been able to fully do that yet this season. Hmm. But I did last week, and I made ribs, 
Three racks of ribs, three different styles. Sauced one rack up. Had another one that was oh, so good. Yeah. It was... Yeah. Um, I like where your head's I could see. I had... The one had some... Um, well, what's the rubs I put on there now? I know I can't remember. <laughs> of course. Honey barbecue from uh, Meat Church was on one of them. That's okay. the one that got sauced up with honey barbecue sauce. And then I had one that was... Um, the the Martin County Magic. Okay. That was always good. And then the final one was Killer Hogs, along with um, a spice from a meat market up north that my sister grabs. Ah. So. Nice. Yeah. Now, and not to, not to rehash. <clears throat> hash is good on a Blackstone. Um, <laughs> not to reham. Uh, reham hock. Never mind. I'll not, stop. Yeah, I'll stop. Yeah. Um, but. Ribs and sauce for you—that's not the norm. It is not. You're I just did. I, guess I had three. I had three racks, so I thought, well, let's sauce up one of them. And so you take the time to sauce it up and put it back on for about 10, 15 more minutes, so it gets tacky. Mm-hmm. And it's just—it's good. Don't get me wrong; it's right, good. Right. But I like experimenting with just the uh, spices on the rubs on the rubs itself. Sure. To see what you can do that way, but and if the it sauce works, is good. If it works for you, it works for you. So we typically, if you're a regular listener of the barbecue show, we always like to start off the show by recapping what we did last weekend. As, as Stunt said, he did uh, he did ribs uh, for the for the uh, the, the Vikings, Vikings game, game yeah. tailgating a little bit. Uh, I didn't do much of anything. Had a wedding, and that was uh, walking tacos with some friends for the game. Okay, so oh, I thought walking tacos at the wedding. No, no, not at the oh. wedding. No, not at the wedding. Uh, but the uh, it was a double W, which is I think got us a third w for the vikings you said tailgating did it for you we had we had walking tacos and whiskey for the win there you go could be honest very nice i'm not gonna wash my socks again or stop drinking whiskey and walking tacos when the vikings play well there you go that should make it a very big blur Uh, well there's that i suppose we can tell you they won if you want it's always an option. Uh, but I, one thing I did do that is the closest thing I did to barbecuing, grilling, or smoking, or preparing outdoor food this uh, last weekend was I watched part of part one of uh, Meat Eater. He's got a new season out. If you ever watch, oh. Meat, he's on uh, he's on Netflix or a couple other places. I don't remember, but uh, he does the hunting things. But one of his focuses is the food preparation okay. and the recipes. And he had. Uh, I almost said Vince Gill, not Vince Gill. <laughs> Luke Combs. He had Luke Combs. Not even close. Country guy Luke Combs uh, was his uh, guest, and they uh, actually made fun of themselves because unlike a lot of the TV show hunts that you yep. watch, these guys literally made fun of the fact that they went to a uh, hardly roughing it ranch out in Wyoming to hunt uh, pronghorn, and there were literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pronghorn all around them the entire time luke combs had its tour bus <laughs> they had they had big trailer flatbed trailers that they put fancy tents on for the other guys oh my gosh they were not roughing it at all they were next to a lodge they had all the cooking sounds pretty incredible though honestly <laughs> but they uh they started doing some uh some great recipes with uh with antelope and uh, frying them and uh, it was yeah i'm getting i get i'm getting hungry just Uh-oh. just thinking about it uh but it was delicious so what have you got what do you got going on this weekend any uh, plans uh, after today i'm smoking queso for sunday's game Ooh. uh yeah i'm gonna smoke queso i'm not sure maybe do some wings something light with that probably okay, some yeah. wings probably now do you get um, crazy with your queso or is this like a, a you know a can of rotella and a can of a stick how do you do it um you so what i've done is uh, a block of Velveeta, right uh eight ounce block of gouda okay maybe some other stuff you want to mix it in if you want and then two cans of Rotel. Usually go with fire roasted if I can find it. That's why I like my preferred choice for the Rotel flavor. Mm-hmm. And then a cup or a can, excuse me, of cream mushroom, cream of mushroom. 
Get that that that, that consistency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got to balance that all. And up. then I put barbecue uh, barbecue uh, rub in there, whatever one you want to use. Oh, nice. I use uh, the meat church one. Okay. Um, Holy gospel. And so. that gives it kind of a little uh, more of that barbecue smoky. They give you more of that flavor to it. Yep. Yeah. And it got a little bit. By the time you're done, obviously a little bit of bite in it. And I've sure. tried to add in a few more things as we've gone along now. I enjoy doing that as well, obviously. Yeah. Have you have you ever added, uh, and I know this this kind of ruins the idea of it being a, a true queso, but have you ever done like a, some pulled pork or some ground beef or some ground venison? Inside or, of it there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess I kind of forgot. You also put a, a pound of sausage in there. That's what I was going to um, ask also. But pulled pork's not a bad way to go either. Yeah. Um, but you want to, in my opinion, you want to mince it up a little bit more because it's kind of a pain to... It's already a pain to get something on your chip, and then if you got a piece of pork hanging off and everything's right. falling off, right? Yeah, that would uh, make, make sense. it a little bit easier for you. Yeah, yeah. You could do, uh, you could do a, you could do a, some uh, ground venison in there and some sausage. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a little chorizo to give it a little extra kick, a little ching. Um, so new to the show, um, I'm seeing somebody, and they yeah, that's new to the show. <laughs> but the reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm going someplace with. I'll give it. you one of these a slow oh, clap. Oh, thank you. Hey. The, re- the reason I'm bringing it up is because... Thank you, everybody. Uh, all right, all right. I'm sorry. I oh, love- man. I the love- reason I'm bringing it up is because uh, this last week, she told me they were going to do a chili cook-off at her job. I'm like, heck, yeah, I'm in. I'll make you guys chili. Yeah. And then they did it, like, I don't know what day they did it on Wednesday. I'm like, oh, I thought you meant, like, in a few, like, in a month or something. Like, oh. you meant this week you're doing a chili cook-off. So I wasn't able to do it. And the reason I thought of that now is just because talking about chopping up pulled pork. Okay. I always chop up pulled pork and throw that in with my chili. Oh, that's a nice touch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, I enjoy doing that. That's... Uh, awesome. Wow. <laughs> All right, enough of the button bar. Right. Um, anyway, so... Wow, so we've learned a lot here. Yeah, apparently first, too much. We've learned a lot in the opening segment we'll, of the we'll show. We'll take that out in uh, post. A little uh, sausage in the, uh, <laughs> in the queso and uh, dating someone. Okay. <laughs> I ruined everything. I am, uh, I'm still married. <laughs> Every day it's a surprise. I come home, the doors aren't locked. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My stuff's still in the house. No for sale sign in the front yard. Uh, anyway, um, let's, uh, let's do this. Let's move on. We want to get to segment two coming up in a moment. We're, we're going to do something a little different today. We're going to talk uh, about the history of barbecue. I like just, it. just a little bit. We're not going to, I mean, we don't want to take a deep dive and you know, there'll be no PowerPoint and there'll be no notes taking a note quiz at the end, but Good. just kind of a fun little, you know, history of that. But before we do that, we must get to our barbecue, barbecue show, show tip of the week. God, we're getting good at that. That's, That's pretty true. good. Yeah, that is uh, nice. Pump up the flavor. I like it. That's what we're talking about. Pump, We've said pump, before, mar- uh, marinating, um, letting stuff caramelize, right? Um, and it's all having to do with flavor. Right. But sometimes you're doing something and you just don't like, okay, we at the we had a thing we were at earlier this week for a conference. Sure. We're at a hotel. The you, you you could have thought you had COVID when you ate their pork because there was just no flavor to it. It was covered in a mushroom sauce and it was awful. I'm like, oh, this is concerning. Then you bit into something else. They actually had a very good cream of potato soup. That had flavor. I'm like, oh, okay, I can still taste. It's just yeah. the pork is literally that bad. Wow. And wow. so the whole point of where I'm going with this is sometimes you, you cook or whatever you got going on, you can always, you know, glaze it with something. Right. Pump up the flavor by other tactics other than just... Um, more than marinating if you want you know right. if it's what is if it's something smaller maybe you don't want to take the time to do all that with it right Makes sense sure so you can glaze it with a lot of times honey maple syrup type stuff oh yeah uh, you can make obviously make up your own coatings it's something syrupy though it's going to stick you're looking for that right um recently i did a balsamic vinegar 
with brown sugar as a glaze. Mm. Let that kind of sit and simmer for a while in itself. Okay. And then put it on the grill and let it go. So there's different ways to go with that, obviously. So is that a um, brown sugar balsamic vinegar reduction? Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, that's very, that's nice. very fancy. When you say reduction, it makes it sound fancy. I know, it does, doesn't uh, it? <laughs> but there's different herbs you can obviously work with. And once again, I could give you all kinds of recipes, but you can just Google it and find out for yourself. Sure. But using oils, mustards, some people even use yogurt to right. glaze things. I've, 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 uh, I've seen that. Uh, I once saw, this was a video that was floating around on social media a couple, uh, maybe a month or two ago, El, our guy Alton Brown, okay. the chemists of cooks, he uh, he did not have the glaze he needed and he used um, uh, mayonnaise. Oh, okay. And he coated, uh, I don't remember what it was, but it was some sort of meat and he covered the thing in mayonnaise and cooked it and it was uh, it was great. See, the thing with mustard is it's more of a good binder because mustard flavor will go away. I don't right. know, oh, the mayo flavor go away. Uh, it actually, after his, his thing was, uh, once it was a great replacement for butter or something he okay. didn't have because it, uh, basically it cooks down to its basic uh, ingredient, which is, you know, oil and fat. Oh, I suppose. And then, uh, All boom, right. well, go. they say the same thing about yogurt pretty much. It cooks down sure, to its basic sure, thing. I can see that, that. Um, so anyway, there you go. Some things to think about. Of course, you also have lemon juices. You can do wine, right. any vinegar based item as well. You can check that all out. Yeah. Uh, stay away from Clorox. That's not yeah, a good. I, that, don't do that. That's not good. No. That's not, I don't know no. why. I, I don't <laughs> take that out and post. <laughs> Pump up the flavor, guys. Pump you know, do more than just flavor. worry about the smoke. If you're just straight grilling, you can add that to it as well. I like it. I like that's sometimes a great, there's no time to marinate. That's true. That is true. Um, I don't want to. I, I don't want to derail your tip of the week, but uh, one of the things too, when you're glazing, uh, when you're seasoning, especially if you're doing it on a grill. It's it's okay to, to to glaze and season a touch heavier than what you think because you lose a lot of that. Oh yes, a lot of that to to the grilling style of cooking. You're sometimes worried about oh I can't put too much. That's where grilling gets to be a little forgiving. Absolutely, right. yeah, you can uh, you can get away with it sometimes. So you want to make sure you do that. So great tip of the week. Uh, listen, we need to take a uh, break. When we come back, the barbecue show will continue. We're gonna talk a little bit about the history of barbecue, and then I have the greatest bacon joke ever. To wrap up the show today. Okay. If that doesn't make you want to come back. I'm coming back. I don't know what will. <laughs> Welcome back to the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. That's us. We are the barbecue show. And uh, critically acclaimed barbecue show, I might point out. Thank you for uh, making it that as well. Because if it wasn't for you, the listener, uh, encouraging us cheering us on at every turn we would just be two guys and a grill that's it see what i did there that was nice hold on two guys and a grill the barbecue show with stunt and jake (laughs) we'd actually be just two guys with a microphone Um, two microphones two two microphones i was just just gonna say we don't we don't share the (laughs) microphone we don't share much of anything except recipes and love for barbecue and grilling smoking with you on the barbecue show uh i alluded to when we went to break and uh, unlike I'm me, ready for this. Unlike me, on most of the uh, the Jake Show or other versions of me, uh, I'm actually going to get to the payoff right away. Because otherwise, Whoa! otherwise I get distracted. We end up talking about you know the difference between a 327 Chevy and a. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to stop right there because then we're going to get into car talk, and that's a whole different show that airs later. Um, the history of barbecue, and and this is kind of a brief history, but there's some really cool information that I did a little digging, if you will. Uh, for starters, the origins of the word and the name barbecue. Why do we call it barbecue? Right. You know, why, why, why is it that? Uh, and it might sound strange, but the word barbecue is actually, 
this is where it gets fancy now, is actually a derivative of a Caribbean dialect, according to uh, Southern Oral History, which is a website I found that helped me uh, do some research on this. Barbecue comes from Tejano. That's what I'm going with. It's a pre-Columbian Caribbean language. Okay. True st- now we're getting in depth, aren't we here? Boy. <laughs> According to this website, uh, Southern Oral History, uh, the word describes the native method of cooking sliced meats over an open flame. Now, other sources, according to this, also say that uh, barbacoa, okay. B-A-B-A-C-O-A, barbacoa, uh, specifically refers to the wooden frame in which the meat was smoked on. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that was kind of so interesting. So when you get barbacoa like at the restaurant, for a, a Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. that's referring to that barbecue being done, the meat being done that way. On that wooden frame over a, over a smoker of, of that kind of a, of a thing. Now, the cool part or the, the, the complicating and sometimes confusing part about barbecue is that it seems like every state in the United States has its own version, own description of barbecue. Um, however, according to the experts, there's really only four main styles in which the cooking method evolved. And that's the North Carolina version, the South Carolina version, because, you know, South Carolina can't be outdone by North Carolina. Right. Gotta, you know, it's a, I can't let that happen. It's a Tar Heel thing, I guess. <laughs> uh, there's Memphis and there's Kansas City. Okay, yep. Those four things are really what they uh, break down um, Wait, barbecue did you say, into. There's only no Texas? No Texas. Hmm. Apparently, Texas is, well, Texas is its own country, let's well, be honest. Yeah, you know, that, they, yeah. They've got their own, they've got their own method of everything down there. Right. Um, so, yeah, but that's, now this is, again, according to this website. Now, each of these are uh, different in their own way, especially down to the specific sauces. I think, and that has to do a lot with what they're talking about here is the saucing okay. uh, era of it. Barbecue, according to the research done by the Smithsonian. Wow. See, we're high. I fa- want that job. We're highfalutin here. What uh, do you do? Barbecue research for the Smithsonian? Yes, because I'm. Hey, fun fact Linder Enterprises, they do the spiral staircases out of metal in Mankato. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have one of their staircases at the Smithsonian. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. It's hard for me to say Smithsonian, apparently. But and yeah. uh, Linder Enterprises with Smithsonian. <laughs> I tried. Yeah. yeah you, you're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> Staying on task. Um, apparently, according to the Smithsonian, uh, barbecue began during the colonial era in Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Colonists observed Native Americans apparently smoking and drying meat over open flame, and they went, hey, ding. (laughs) I was going to say a light bulb went off, but they didn't have light bulbs, and so it was probably a little flame. A little candlelight. A little candle or a torch went off over their head, and they were like, ooh, hey. Actually, and the idea comes slower when you have to start a fire to get the candle lit, and then, never mind. Sorry, that was a bad joke. So then the British settlers put their own spin on it um, by basting. Using at that time mostly butter. Okay. If they couldn't find butter, they used yogurt or mayonnaise, obviously. Okay. And then, um, and vinegar was a big ingredient also because they wanted to keep the moist the the meat moist uh, okay. while they were grilling it over the open flame so it didn't dry out. Years later, slaves from the Caribbean came to the United States. They also brought their own flavors and spices and techniques. And thus, but I'm boom bang, barbecue was born. I love it. And it was uh, yeah. And that's that's kind of uh, how it originated and and where it came from. And what really I think is so important and what, and I kind of alluded to it, what differentiates the different styles of barbecue, a lot of it comes down to sauces. You okay. Know, the sauces are different and we all know there's a difference between a, a Carolina style sauce right. and, a, and a Memphis style sauce. 
and a Kansas City style sauce. Now I lumped North and South Carolina together, but they all kind of have that. We would traditionally say what a Carolina sauce is more of a like a mustardy vinegary. Yes, I'd say Carolina's more mustardy. Right. White usually, right? Yep, yep. Lighter color and uh, and for sure. And then when you get into Memphis and uh, Kansas City, usually you're talking about the difference between more of a sweet barbecue mm-hmm. as opposed to more of a spicy. Uh, Memphis herb- is usually herby. more spicy, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's there's all of those different uh, those different types, and again, according to research done by the Smithsonian, they're I'm smart. Just, I know they, these guys are smarter than us, so we're going to use it. Uh, they're saying again, three types of barbecue sauces uh, influenced in these these areas: the vinegar based, which we mentioned from the which they say comes more from the Caribbean style, and that's more of a North Carolina thing. While the South Carolina sauces use more mustard as their main ingredient. So a difference between a mustard and a ver a ver a ver. Vinegar? Vinegar. Thank there you. I was, I was trying to say Virginia. <laughs> Virginia's for lovers. They're not vinegary there. Uh, they, and then just you said, Memphis is more tomato-based, more molasses-y, uh, give it that uh, sweet yet spicy kind of flavor. And then Kansas City follows kind of the same me- uh, method as the Memphis, but they do it just a little bit differently to give it its own they don't think. I don't, usually don't think of Kansas City as as spicy. I don't either. I there's think... usually a little spice added to the Memphis stuff. I mean, we right. have the Nashville hot. I mean, that's a big thing right now. Yeah. The really Nashville hot's been kind of on a roll. Like Buffalo's like, okay, Buffalo, you sit back there. Let Nashville hot take the reins for a little while. Right. And it's not. It's probably usually a little less hot. I would say on the Scoville scale. Right. Yeah. But. I don't. Uh, I don't mess with the Scoville scale. It's too much for me. Oh, sorry. I have enough trouble with the Scoville. Tells you how hot something is. I know, and uh, <laughs> if it's on the scale, it's probably too much for me because I've gotten old and weak. Aww. So, uh, we talked about the sauces, but the barbecuing, the actual barbecuing styles, can differ a little, also. Okay. Out of those four styles, there uh, there's really kind of a basic process to the the smoking, quote unquote smoking, but that all really kind of cover them all. Uh, but there's nuances to each style that claim to make it different. And that's right. the word I think in there is claim to make it different. North Carolina, for example, and this is interesting. I did not know this. They use two different types of cooking styles, the Lexington style okay. and the Eastern style. Now, while Eastern style is more pork based, it's said to use the entire hog, whereas Lexington style is using only the pork shoulder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, additionally, Lexington style has more of a tomato paste. Uh, in its vinegar-based sauce, where the Eastern style is more vinegar and pepper-based, apparently. So ridiculous. God, it is so ridiculous. So much to this. You wanted to open this can up, worms up, huh? I can't even believe I did, yeah. South Carolina barbecue also follows North Carolina's traditional barbecue cooking style in... Uh, however, it's more of a, what do they call a golden style of a sauce that makes it stand out from its sister state a little bit. Uh, and I don't want to run out of time here, but Memphis barbecue holds tightly to the tradition that the pork is the only meat that should be smoked and, <laughs> and sauced, according to uh, Southern Oral History again. Ribs and pulled pork are covered in the area's saucy calling card, uh, but still find a, a smoked brisket as well. Huh. And that's in uh, Memphis. Now, Kansas what about, City. What about the, po- does it say anything about chicken then? Or? It doesn't. It doesn't say anything about chicken. Okay. They're saying. It doesn't say national hot. I'm wrong. Yeah, they're saying uh, pork is the only meat traditionally that should be done. Kansas right. City barbecue, however, is one that really seems to blend all the types together. Uh, the style uses Memphis sauce, but it includes, includes rather uh, all the meats you can think of, including 
chicken, chicken and yeah. beef. Yep. So that's just kind that's of some differences. Again, yeah. I'm surprised there's nothing for Texas. like Because Texas would be brisket. Right. They're all about the beef down in Texas. Right. And I think that's the difference is that this is more pork-based and more... That sounded a lot more pork-based conversation there, yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. So there you go. So do your own research and have some fun. But I just thought that was uh, interesting and it made us a lot sound a lot smarter. You're right. It yeah. did. Yeah. I like it. So uh, now that we've sounded so incredibly smart, uh, before we let you go uh, on this uh, rousing edition of the Barbecue Show, uh, I will <laughs> remind you that you can follow us on instagram and facebook we'll get better about posting pictures and and articles and different fun things like that and um you can do that by looking for the bbq show that simple that easy you'll find us on instagram you'll also find us on facebook Uh, like follow and uh, have some fun share your information and your food and your pictures and your ideas with us as well so all right so before we go i want to tell you the uh the best bacon joke ever. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot about this bacon joke. I gotta, okay. I gotta, we're going to end on a bang here. So, um, oh, boy. the best bacon joke ever. Two cowboys are lost. They're stranded in the desert. And they're walking for days. Suddenly, one cowboy shouts the other one, I see it. We're saved. We're saved. And up ahead, he sees a tree draped in bacon and he says it's a bacon tree a bacon tree oh my god we're saved and he runs to the bacon tree and just before he gets to the tree he gets gunned down in a hail of bullets oh wow turns out it wasn't a bacon tree it was a ham bush wow Wow. we'll see you next week on the barbecue show i hope they do the barbecue show is filmed before a live studio audience 